welcome to episode 27 of the Paul Norton podcast. I still can't believe that we've I've done 27 um, podcasts. It's absolutely crazy. And I've only been doing these for like seven or eight months now. And the feedback has just been amazing. Like I never thought that so many people would, you know, be interested in what I have to baffle on and I, I can't believe people can actually um understand me because for years and years, especially being overseas, I struggled with my accent so, so bad. But it's amazing to have you here listening. And today's episode is a solo episode. And it's a really, it's a really emotional one today in the fact that it's based around my grandparents. And reason is, I normally ring my granny every every week. And this week I rang granny. It's been about two weeks now. And she put me on the phone to my granddad. Like we call him Pops. It's just a kind of a childhood thing. And um, so Pops, my granddad, he's around 70, he's 79. He was 79 this year. So in the grand scheme of things, he's not that old when you look at the generations nowadays. But I genuinely got such a fright when I left that phone call, only because I could see him, I could hear in his voice that he gave up, like he'd no drive. And my granddad, like Pops, was, and he's an amazing, an amazing man, and. For as long as I remember, he was always up to mischief. He was always working in the farm. And my granddad now is about, he's about six, six foot five. He's a beast. He's so, so tall. Massive hands, big, strong guy. And when he was younger, he was, he had a farm. And on the farm, like, he's working the farm full time while also working in a bar. So, like, Pop's granddad spent about, must be 40, 50 years as a barman on his feet. And then every Tuesday and Thursday, he would then go down to the farm and then try do a week's farm work in two days. And I guess for him when he was younger, and even nowadays, it's still that this whole blueprint that, you know, you must go to school, you must get good grades, you must work, your arse off you must buy a house when you're 20 21 you must get married you must have kids and then like you must retire at 65 and my granddad went through the same scenario he worked all his life you know he worked the long hours he'd done as best he could he'd basically had two jobs for like 40 50 years and you know for my granddad like the older he got, he he always got stronger. He was so clued on, like he was just such a, his mind was just, it was always sharp, sharp, sharp. And the reason is because he was working towards something. He was working towards retirement. You know, his whole concept was work as hard as you can when you're younger and then retire when you're 65. And when you get to 65, you can then sit back and enjoy life. But unfortunately, that's not how it works. And the reason why my granddad was getting sharper as he got older, because 
the more he got to that 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 benchmark of being 65 retiring his just drive got more and more and more he had something to live for he was working so hard with all these ideas and goals to get to 65 so that he could then just retire but unfortunately what happens is when we get to that age our mind just gives up it just stops like what kind of a life is that that we have to work our arses off for 40 50 years also then we can retire because you got to imagine like why why would you want to work your socks off when you're younger to then get to 65 and then just sit back because realistically when you're 65 70 75 80 you're not going to do crazy stuff you're not going to go you're not going to travel around the world like not nowadays with what's happened but in general you're not going to do a bungee jump a skydive not going to you know jump up in bar stools and you know as you do in Thailand somewhere when you're 75 we have this whole concept of what life looks like we're all trying to follow a blueprint and for me I believe it should be the opposite way around the older you get the harder you should work because you know your grandparents or you know a friend that's you know 70 80 90 and when you look into their eyes they've given up they've finished imagine if you were to just enjoy life when you're younger love all the small things enjoy the moment with your kids don't be stressed do less shouting laugh more imagine then getting to 65 and rather than sitting back retiring your life just starts imagine that imagine you're enjoying life when you're younger you get six five then you up the up the pace again Imagine that, you're in the gym, 65, 70, 75, getting PBs. You're 75, you're doing CrossFit comps. You're 75, you're, you know, you're doing a walk along the Amazon jungle. That's the kind of stuff we should be inspiring to do. But when I look at my granddad, he got to 65, which is 14 years ago now, if my math is correct, 10, yep, 14 years. And every year he just got down and down and down. And yesterday it just gave me such a fright because I didn't recognize him. I was speaking to a man who had just no no drive, no passion, no life. You know, my grandparents are getting they're getting frail. And I'm not gonna use the word old because old is not a, it's not a term we should use like how about reliable you got you get an old car or a brand new car there's no difference it still gets a to b now the new car might be a bit more um you know efficient stuff like that but it still gets the job done so my grandparents are not old old doesn't doesn't factor into it the reason is i remember being in the gym two years ago now in new zealand and um, I had a client, um, Maura, Maria, sorry, Maria. Maria was 86 years of age, 86 years of age. She's seen me twice a week for weight sessions, in our sessions, twice a week. Nothing ever stopped her. And Marie, 
she was doing 60 kg squats off a bench 60 kg squats 86 years of age she was bench pressing 30 kg and i asked her what her secret was and she goes paul it's this it's not giving up it's always setting goals how amazing is that 86 years of age there was another guy in the gym he wa- i wasn't coaching him i think his name is mark mark again was 87 or something like that he was 87 he was bench pressing 80 kg 80 kg he was bicep curling 15 kgs he was in incredible shape i remember we asked him one day what's your secret when he goes not giving up always striving when he got to 65 he then pushed harder he worked harder he done other stuff he was he wasn't just going you know playing bingo he was in the gym constantly he was walking he was doing hikes he was doing all the stuff that you know that we wouldn't do when we were younger he was going for the swims you know he was still working in charity shops he was investing his money he was still trying to progress more and more he didn't just sit back and count the money he's earned for the last you know 60 years instead he keeps on investing money he keeps on spending money keeps on doing the stuff that he enjoys helping others he keeps on trying to be a better person because when we're younger what's the point of saving all this money till we get to a certain age and then what we pass it on to our our kids that's not how life should really be life should be what we make of it life should be always getting better so when i ask you why do you go to the gym why do you lift weights why do you do yoga why do you stretch the first thing that pops up to your mind is weight loss or fat loss or i want to look good but we never ever say i actually want to go to the gym to lift weights so that when i'm 70 80 years of age i'm feeling strong and fit and i can move better no one ever says it when i the face face pete and gym floor when every time i trained any clients i the reason i took them on is they had to want to get stronger for their future selves it wasn't about fat loss or weight loss for me in the gym it was about me helping people become stronger move better and not look at the next year or two but look at when you're 70 80 90 100 because if my granddad and granny were to lift weights get stronger at a younger age and carry it through they'd be twice the people they are now my poor granddad can barely walk you know he can barely get up off the chair he could barely hold the phone yesterday and that breaks my heart granny again is getting stiff but there's no excuse for it we can't use this excuse that old age because that doesn't matter i've seen people that are 80 90 100 active walking in the gym swimming being more active than most 21 year olds nowadays they watch the food they eat they have a good diet 
they train good, they stretch, they sleep, they read books, they learn more, they're always educating the brain. When you're 70 and 80, that's not the time when you sit back and play bingo and, you know, use it as a shoe that I'm old now and past it. I want you to start thinking about when you're older, not when you're 40 or 50, but when you're 70, 80. I want you to look at your grandparents or your parents and ask yourself, how can I be better than how they are now? Everything I do now with my health and fitness, lifting weights, going to CrossFit, walking, swimming. I'm not doing it so I can have a bulge and six pack down in Bondi Beach. I'm doing it so I cannot be like my grandparents. I love my grandparents to bits, love my dad to bits, but they're not in good shape. And that's not me being harsh, that's me being truthful. So when I wake up every day and go to the gym, when I push myself, when I stretch even though I hate stretching, it's because I want to be 79 years of age, 80 years of age, 90 years of age, be able to pick up my grandkids. I want to be able to go to the gym with my grandkids. Imagine that. Imagine going to the gym with your grandson or granddaughter, lifting weights with them. How good would that be? Don't let age be a factor for what you're going to achieve. Don't let age be a factor that when you get to a certain age, that you're finished. It's the very same as like when you get to a certain weight. If you lose 10 kg, guess what? You're not gonna be happy. If you had a million euros in your bank account or a million dollars, guess what? You won't be happy. So why do we always put a number and an objective on a certain topic that's gonna to make us feel happy or use it as an excuse? Everything you, you do now is for your future self. It's not for the next six months and, and year. Yes, improving your health and fitness now, feeling confident in your own skin now, losing weight, toning up, dropping dress sizes, of course it's gonna benefit your life now. It's gonna make a huge, huge difference. But think of the bigger picture. Think of why you're doing it. What's the reason? Don't use the gym as a way to lose weight or lose fat because the gym doesn't play a massive part in fat loss and weight loss. It takes years and years to build strength and it takes a lifetime to maintain that strength. I'll say it again. It takes years and years to build strength. It takes a lifetime to maintain that strength. Going to the gym, lifting weights, getting stronger, it's not a quick fix. It has to be a lifestyle change. It has to be part of who you are. If you can grab that concept and look at the future and look after your body now, it's going to benefit you so, so much. Because what I'm realizing now more and more with health and fitness is and so much people don't realize this you can't expect your body to work for you 
if you don't work for your body. And you gotta imagine this, you got two, let's let's look at this in two different angles. You know, your body is does some amazing stuff. Your body is the best defense system it has. It can cure most illnesses. Its, its immune system is just next level. But unfortunately, again, I'm not a doctor, I'm not preaching, but the more you can look after your body, give your body the right foods, the right nutri nutrients, 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 bit of a tongue twister there, the right nutrients, the more your body is going to work for you. And that's a fact. There's no way of getting around there. So when you're putting shit in your body every single day, when you're loading up on energy drinks, on feed drinks, sugar drinks, chips and takeaways, alcohol every single weekend, you cannot complain that you're feeling sick you're not feeling good, that you're always getting sick and your body isn't doing what it should be doing. Because unless you are looking after your body, it's not gonna look after you. And unfortunately, it's a two-way street. And again, this is something that I'm learning more and more and more about. Imagine that, it's, it's not a one-way street. So imagine if you get a brand new car, Let's say the car is a Ferrari. You're not gonna put bad fuel in that Ferrari. Cause what happens if you put bad fuel in the Ferrari? It's not gonna run very well. And I was saying to a friend the other day, he's, um, he has machinery back home and struggling a bit with weight. And I just said to him, I says, if you were to put cheap oil that's full of dirt and grit into your tractor, would you do it? And he says, of course not, don't, don't be stupid. And I also said to him then, then why would you put shit into your body? And, and it baffled him. And it's the exact same concept. You know, he knows every single type of oil out there. He knows every single part in his tractor because his tractor is pride and joy. So he's going to fuel his tractor properly. He's going to put the best of oil in his tractor properly. He's going to research when he gets new oil. He's going to research good filters. But when it comes to his body, he has no idea what he's putting into his body. He has no idea what's fueling his body. He has no idea of the implications of feeding his body with chips and burgers and shit food and all the other stuff and alcohol every weekend and beers every couple of days and again i'm not demon demonizing food but we have to look at the bigger picture if you want your tractor to run smoothly you have to put the right oil in it clean oil the more shit that's in the oil the more the tractor is not going to run very well it's going to break down same as your body the more you put bad food into your body, what's going to happen eventually? You're going to break down. You're going to end up in the hospital with something wrong. Now, again, this is something we can control. For me, 
my diet is not perfect it's far from perfect and it needs a lot of work and i'm getting there but from where i am now to where i was a couple of years ago different person altogether i was feeding my body with all the wrong types of food and my body was just sluggish when i look at my grandparents my even my dad's diet it's shocking you know no no good nutrients and it's the very same thing he wouldn't put cheap oil into his car or dirty oil into his car but yet when it comes to his body puts the wrong stuff into his body so when he gets sick or he's got aches and pains and all this kind of stuff gets cold he gets sick he sneezes he all that stuff you can't expect your body to work for you you can't blame where you're living you can't blame all this stuff again this is not me preaching but i've never really got sick so far touch wood my food the last wee while you know the last couple of years has been pretty good i i'm getting the right nutrients and there is times whereas last year i went through a stage where i was just eating pure dirt and because of that i gained 108 kg or i gained 28 kg i was getting pains in my chest i was getting bad pains all over my body since i've lost that weight since i've improved my food i've been feeling dandy spring of my step sex drive has improved everything's gone to another level we need to find the balance between the gym as part of your lifestyle for your future self and also enjoying the food you love but also not feeding your body with bad shit not bad foods but just the wrong kind of foods that are not good in nutrients because you know what it feels like when you've had burgers and chips and burgers and chips and lucasades and bars and sweets and sweets you feel not very good after it and i used to never like going out for for meals much and one thing i've started doing is actually having like going for the caesar salad and it's not because of the Caesar salad being low on calories because truth be told, Caesar salad, any kind of salad is quite high in calories. When you look at compared to a fish or chips or a burger, there is probably not much difference. But the difference is how I feel. Now, if I have a burger and chips, afterwards I feel not very good. I feel, I feel like shit, I feel sluggish, I just feel not very nice. But when I have a Caesar salad, again, nice fresh salad, I feel good after it. I feel fresh. I feel, you know, I'm not, I'm not feeling that sluggish feeling, feeling just, just dandy again, spring of my step. But again, looking at the calories, not, not, not a big difference in the calories, but it's how I feel after having that salad. It's my choice. Now, I could have choose to have a burger and chips because, you know, I'm going out, I don't, I'm only about once a week. But then I'm choosing to feel like shit afterwards and there's no, there's no benefit. So if I can make the right choice with my body, look at having the Caesar salads. It makes such a difference to how you go forward. Again, it's fueling my body with the right fuel, the right foods and fuel. I could choose to fuel my body with the greasy burgers and the greasy chips or fuel my body with the Caesar salad getting some protein getting some good greens 
and that kind of stuff. Massive difference. So it's how we fuel our body is the biggest thing. It's so, so important that we understand the balance. Again, everything we're doing is for our future selves. If we can educate ourselves now in the right kind of foods that are just good for your overall health, and then look at the gym as a way of progressing, getting stronger, moving better, being able to have like strong glutes and a strong back and strong hips. Because you don't want to come to your 50 or 60 and have a hip, hip replacement. You can prevent that. You make your, and I love I love it at the moment that there's so much movement with females, especially around weights. It's so empowering to see how many females are in the gym and they are just kicking ass, if I'm honest. They are just doing so, so amazing. And they're lifting some heavy, heavy weights. They are literally putting men to shame. And I love it. I love how females are just creeping up. They're getting better in every single aspect. They're just in sports, in weightlifting. They're just outdoing males, which is so good to see because males have had to stand for far too long. So it's great to see females that are, you know, getting what they deserve and, and they've got a great future ahead of them. But it comes back to, again, when we're in the gym nowadays, lifting weights is not going to help you with fat loss and weight loss. That's going to come from your nutrition, being in a deficit. Lifting weights, doing the work now is going to help you for your future self. It's going to help you pick up your grandkids and go to the gym with your grandkids. It's going to help you live longer, move better. You want to be that, that 80 year old that's you know, walking down Bondi Beach or walking down you know, Dublin somewhere with the, with the spring in their step. You know, and all the, the, the young people saying, geez, I'd love to be like that when I'm older. We have that choice. But if we choose to follow this blueprint and come to 65, just retire, you're giving yourself permission to give up there and then. And again, a hit home scene pops yesterday. It was just like, I just, it just really hit me hard that how he is declining so fast. And it's because he's nothing to drive for. He's got nothing there for him going forward. As I said with the guy in the gym before, like his whole goal is just keep on going, getting stronger, stronger. So if my granddad was in the gym years ago and getting stronger, lifting weights, he'd be twice the man he is now. He'd be twice the man. If he was getting the right nutri nutrients into his diet, you know, if you're getting a good blend of carbohydrates, a good blend of protein, a good blend of fats and vegetables, he'd be twice the man. His diet at the moment is, you know, bread, 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 jam, jam, jam. You know, about a million spuds on the plate, um, a bit of frozen steak or fish, and some frozen vegetables. That's not a good diet. That's not, that's not good fuel for your body. The older we get, the more we have to be aware of our body needs good fuel. So if we can look after our body at a younger age, I can promise you this, that your body's going to look after you at an older stage. If you look at any of them bodybuilders, any of them people online, like Arnie and all them, them other fellas and, and ladies out there, like they're in great shape. And it's not because they have a couple of million dollars in their bank. It's because they have a drive, they're, 
they, you know, they're still driving to get better and better. Like Arnie there, like is in fantastic shape, and there's some females in fantastic shape as well. But it's because they never gave up, they kept on striving and striving and striving. And I'm pretty sure that there's a female who holds the world record for the longest plank. If I'm correct, I could be wrong. Um I could be wrong, but maybe I'll just um maybe I will just Google it. But again, that lady was she was over sixty. And again, it's there he are. There's a guy here with sixty eight years of age and with the world record of eight hours and fifteen minutes. Like that is absolutely crazy. And if we look at a female, a female's time is going to be there we are, like that's that's and there's a lady here now and she's eighty five sorry, eighty one and she holds the plank for a whopping four hours, nineteen minutes. That's absolutely amazing, like. Imagine that, like, 80 years of age holding the plank for over four hours. That's what we're looking to be, like, that's what we want to be inspired to be, is is that drive, that passion, like, and I want you to be able to, you know, be 70, 80, and entering the CrossFit competitions, entering marathons, like, all that stuff, like, you know, my granny done marathons for years and years and years, and that was her drive, like, she done so many around Dublin, like, and that kept her spark going, but unfortunately, my granddad, as soon as he got to 65, you know, he packed up, you know, moved to the farm and that was it. He was good for a couple of years, but then it just, it just declined down and down and down. And now, now like he's just, he just got worse and worse. And that's just horrific for me to see. But again, it gives me good drive going forward that what I'm doing is benefiting me and my future self. I want to be able to go forward when I'm, his age and just be more mobile, more stronger, get up off the chair, no walking stick, be able to be alert, be able to smart. I want to keep learning. When I get a 65, I don't want to retire. I want to push further and further forward. I want to help more people. I want to be that 65-year-old PT coach that helps 65-year-olds improve their body. Like, that's me. I don't want to give up when I'm 65 and just retire and say, oh, that was a great life. I want to get to 65 and say, right, now we're going to turn up the game. If you think what I'm doing now is good, wait till I get to 65. That's the passion I want. I want to get to the age and then say, right, now we're going to do something big. I'm going to make a movement, a world movement of everyone over 60. I'm going to make a world movement of everyone over 70 to get back into fitness, to get the results they want. Results are not just for a 21-year-old. Results are not just for someone that's 30. Results is not for, not for someone that's just 45 or 50. Results is for every single age. Whether you're 18, 28, 38, 48, 68, 98, 108, you have the opportunity to get the results you want. Age has not come into it. Then results can be anything as much as better sleep, less stress, move more, have more steps, have better sex life. Age is not going to determine the results you're going to get, but it all starts now. It starts at 
this podcast, whether you're in the gym or not, if this has given you a bit of a spark, go to your nearest gym, sign up, go get some weights. That's all you need, small little steps. We have a long time to do it, but the more we can do now and prepare ourselves for the future, the better future you're going to have. We always get so worked up on looking at tomorrow or next week, but we never look at the future. Like we have to look at where we want to be. If you can see yourself in your grandparents' eyes, look at your grandparents, your parents, and say to yourself, do I want to be like them or do I want to be better? Do I want to move more? And your grandparents are, are probably, they are amazing people. But if you think you can move better, do more, be better nutritious, have better nu- nutrients in your diet, another tongue twister there, that's what we're looking to strive for. We're not looking to strive for, as it says, the Bondi six pack because, you know, when you're, well, maybe it is. If you're 80 or 90, you might want to have a six pack. I, I don't know. I probably wouldn't be bothered, to be fair, but I'd be happy when I'm, if I make it to 90, 100, to be able to still be in the gym. You know, be the, be the guy who's still doing the weights, who's not giving up. Because that's how you have a great future. It's not going to be sitting back having margaritas there on the beach because I can tell you one thing, you've got 40 years of doing that. Don't let life stop when you get to 65 or 70. Life's only going to start. So use this time to prepare yourself. Use this time as a tester, as like that, you know, that, that pre-test phase to get yourself ready for the bigger test. Get yourself stronger. Get yourself mobile. Get yourself, you know, your food in order. Have yourself ready for when, you, when you're older because that's what really matters. It's not about what happens now. And I hope this podcast gave you a bit of an insight in, in how I view fitness and health. And, you know, I love my family and I love everyone that I work with. And again, everyone is going to inspire me. And at the moment, my grandparents inspire you. My mum, you know, she's passed away 10 years now, 11 years in March, which is crazy. But, you know, she inspires me to help females become confident in their own skin, to become better, to feel better. My grandparents inspire me in my journey to become better, to be stronger, more nimble, to always have that passion and drive and not to be parked up on the couch day in, day out, watching the same TV show. That's not what I'm about. And I hope this bit of a podcast has shown you just a small bit of how you can look at today, looking now, and look at the future, and how you can maybe start implementing stuff now that works towards that bigger goal. Look at getting stronger. And even if it's only going to the gym once, twice a week, that's fine. I know a good coach who does excellent training plans and excellent nutrition advice as well. Bit of a plug there. Um, but all you need is a bit of a nudge, a bit of a shove. So I hope this podcast found you well and I hope you got a little bit of inspiration from it and as always please do share this podcast because the more people that can hear me talk about this kind of stuff the more it can help just someone and I'm sure you have some friends or you got some family members who are a little bit stuck and lost right now so just let them listen to this podcast and I'm sure it's give them a bit of a that nudge that they need and as always if you need me my help please contact me best place probably going to be social media or you can find me at paul at paul norton dot 
and as always from me to you adios